Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to episode 87 of Trundlebed Tales, which is going to be talking about the DeSmet event with Tessa Flack. I'm Sarah Utoff. I am the host, creator, and the force behind Trundlebed Tales, where we uh, focus on Laura Ingalls Wilder one-room schools and other aspects of social history. And I always like to do a reminder that uh, you can listen both streaming live uh, on your computer or also through the archive. And you can also get free episodes through iTunes under podcasts and find me all around social media under Trundlebed Tales. And part of that was technically housekeeping, but we're going to go ahead and do the housekeeping section segment next. And uh, I want to remind everybody that to call in, either if you want to ask a question or if you want to listen and you don't want to be streaming, the number is 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253. You can also call toll-free 1-877-633-9389. That's toll-free. One eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine, and uh, I want to let everybody know that uh, I'm. You can probably tell that I have been fighting off a cold, which is why I did not get any episodes done in May besides this one, which I wanted to get done. But you can look forward to uh, next month. Uh, we're going to have. Uh, travel times, probably, I haven't gotten the date set yet, but we're probably going to be talking about a black uh, fire, um, or black powder uh, firing guns, which I think should be interesting. And also there are going to be on-spot reports as me and my family head out all the way to Keystone, South Dakota, where Carrie lives. So watch for news of new episodes. They might be coming up kind of short again, like this one was, but uh, we'll give you all the uh, warning we can, and I think that should be it for housekeeping. And with that, we are going to welcome our guest, Tessa Flack, who is the director of the Laura Ingalls Wilder Memorial Society in DeSmet, South Dakota, the true happiest place on earth. So do you want to give yourself a little introduction, Tessa? Hi, this is Tessa. It's great to be here with everybody. Um, As Sarah said, I am the executive director here at the Laura Ingalls Wilder Memorial Society. I've been here for just over a year and a half now, and it's been fantastic. I have always been a fan of Laura's books. I grew up on them. I was actually a tour guide in Baroque, Iowa, where the Ingalls family lived in 1876 when Laura was 10, I was a guide there for 
little over eight years, I think. Um, and then after college and everything, I came here to work for uh, the museum in DeSmet. So it's been a really fantastic experience. So this summer is going to be one of the best we've seen in many years. So. Well, that's always good to hear. And it's great that you guys are going to be doing another DeSmet event. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So... Um, First of all, I think anybody listening to this podcast probably already knows, but why don't you tell them why this is a special year in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom? <laughs> well, this year is the 150th anniversary of Laura's birth. Laura was born February 7th, 1867, and uh, this year on February 7th, she celebrated her 150th birthday, so it's fantastic. Uh, not only you know for all of us celebrating, but for everyone out there who's ever been a Laura fan, who's ever read the books, this is just a great year for Laura. uh, This summer we're going to have our big celebration. Uh, In February on the 7th, we had a little open house. We had the governor's wife come, Mrs. Uh, Linda Dugard. We did a statewide proclamation saying it was Laura Ingalls Wilder Day and celebrated uh, throughout the whole day with cake, and uh, we sang happy birthday. We even had an event at the elementary school, so it was a lot of fun. But this summer is going to be our bigger event, so it'll be fun. We're trying to get all of our ducks in a row and get everything figured out, but it's coming quick, so. Yeah, it's. It, I can't believe that we are pretty much in June. It, it's. I don't know where this year has gone. Um, especially because we've been talking about it for so long. It's going to be the 150th. And uh, lots of the home sites are doing events this year, but uh, DeSmet sounds like it's going to be one of the biggest specialized events. So is there uh, going to be anything that is birthday-specific? You mentioned cake before. Is there going to be cake? There should always be cake. There, unfortunately, will not be cake. Oh. <laughs> At least we haven't decided on doing cake. Um, our on Fe- In February, when we did the open house, we had cake there, and that was kind of, you know, well, our smaller celebration and everything. This summer, for to celebrate Laura's 150-year legacy, we're going to have uh, five special guests with us, and so that'll be, you know, um, our big celebration. We've never had any of the actors from the Little House on the Prairie show, and so we're trying out a lot of new things here. So it'll be a nice big adventure for us. Well, even without the cake, is there going to be a time we're going to be singing Happy Birthday to Laura? Because anyone knows that I will start singing at the drop of a hat. You and know, I'm, <laughs> oh, I, I never really. Say, yeah. No, I was just going to say, and it's such a happy thing. We no longer have to pay royalties on happy birthday, thanks to research by a librarian that proved it was out of copyright, which I just love because the people who enforced it were such jerks about it. But, yay, we can (laughs) sing it without problems now. There you go. Well, I never planned to do a happy birthday song, um, at least not a specific time, but I'm sure we can work it in the schedule. <laughs> it's I not finished, but that would be fun, wouldn't it? I think so. I think we should do that. that and then maybe, 
I mean, if we're going to sing happy birthday, we could sing maybe a verse or two of old Dan Tucker because that's what people people think. So it could be a fun little thing. There you go. just did happy birthday. Yep. I, no, I always I'll tell try people, and work that in the schedule. No, I, I think you really should. I I always tell, you know, when there's people sometimes have a fiddler for a Laura event, I always tell them that you need to know old Dan Tucker. But I think just even happy birthday would be absolutely great. And I will be there with bells on. You may not be, you may not be happy about that. I have had comments on my singing not being the best, but I am very loud and enthusiastic. Okay. There you go. Well, uh, the other big push that's going on in South Dakota this year uh, is the Pioneer Girls Perspectives. Uh, there, uh, that's the book that has just been published this last month, and there was a conference about it in April, but there's going to be sort of an ongoing thing going uh, with the SMET. Uh, this is going to be the first of three follow-ups to Pioneer Girl, and are we going to be learning more about that at the event? Yes. So for a lot of our visitors, um, not everybody's you know read all the Little House books, they haven't maybe even heard of Pioneer Girl. Um, and so the, at the summary event, they're going to have an opportunity to learn more about that project, more about, you know, Laura writing her annotate, well, the autobiography and how it became the annotated autobiography, um, the different things, you know, that made it possible for it to come about now, um, how much the South Dakota Historical Society Press put into it to bring it out for us, and then are now doing the th- uh, they're having three books for it. So, like you said, the Pioneer Girl Perspective just came out. Um, we have it on sale now, but I think we're going to have uh, Nancy Copel, um, William Anderson, and uh, Judy Thompson, the illustrator. Uh, there, those three are going to each be speaking about their involvement in Pioneer Girl Project. And so whether it's about the new book that came out, maybe Nancy will mention a few things about the third one that they're going to do, but it's just going to be a big overview of what it is, why it's important, what's coming up about it, why her books are still significant. And so it may not be exactly um, something new that a lot of the big Laura fans already know, but for those who are... Um, who have just maybe read a few of the Little House books, it will be something new for them. So, And that's who our visitors are most of the time. So we're going to try and focus on more things um, for the younger kids, for those who um, are maybe new to Laura, who don't know so much about it. So. And I just had this hit me off the top of my head, so... Don't think uh, is that this is this is I just occurred to me that you ought to tell Nancy that they ought to have a sign up for the DVDs of the conference because I'm guessing that people who go to her session would be the kind of people who would like to know they could get a recording of the con- a conference. That's but true. I just I'm just mentioning that because uh, it popped in my head. Okay, now we're going to get to talking about the speakers in just a minute, but before we do that, uh, you have a uh, preliminary uh, schedule on your website, which the website is? It's discoverlaura.org. And if you go under birthday events, all the information about the summer events up. 
We might be adding more. Um, We do have, like you said, a tentative schedule available for you to see and everything and print off. Um, A finalized one will be coming up in just a few weeks. Okay. And I want to, before I get into the speakers, which we're going to talk about too, but looking at the schedule, the one thing that I wasn't quite sure what meant was the covered wagon demonstration. So let's go ahead and talk about them first. Well, if you're... Um, not aware, the Memorial Society received a large donation, and so we purchased a covered wagon. It's an original 1880-1890 prairie schooner. It's been here for just over a month. It's just outside our uh, gift shop here on display. It's a fantastic covered wagon. It looks authentic because it is. It was a barn find in Iowa. And Doug Hansen from Hansen Wheel and Wagon Shop down in Mitchell, South Dakota, um, near the Corn Palace and everything, he restores covered wagons. He fixes them up and everything, and he restored this one for us. And so he's going to be coming up and doing a demonstration on Saturday. And so he'll have our covered wagon there. He'll talk about what it was like for the pioneers to travel westward in a covered wagon, what you might have brought, all He's so knowledgeable. He's a great historian about covered wagons and traveling back then that it's going to be a very interesting and entertaining presentation. So it'll be a nice hour-long one. I believe we're going to try and get him to do two that day, and he'll be around to answer questions as well. So I think we're thinking a noon demonstration and also a 2 o'clock one. And I know that's not on the schedule. There's a 2 o'clock, but we're going to have two that day. Well, so that we is good news. That's much better news than taking one away. I had forgotten you got that wagon. Of course that's yeah. what it was about. I was just kind of <laughs> like, but there there do tend to be various covered wagons about, uh, well, the lower home sites in general, but even to Smet, as I stop and think about it, you are a pretty wagon-rich territory up there. We are. But. And it's really special for us because we've never had a covered wagon before and so it's a new artifact for us and it's fantastic because it is authentic 1880s prairie schooner so it may not be the 1870s like the Ingalls would have used but it's very similar if you go back you know try and find a covered wagon from 1870 it could be in really bad shape this one was only used for about 10 years that's kind of the wear and tear on it and so it's held up really well so it looks fantastic so well it'll be a really nice presentation well i'm glad to hear that that it, i mean to have one that is restored authentically i think is fairly unique i think a lot of the ones around are either um for pictures or are kind of everyday working wagons so that should be that should be very interesting i will definitely have to highlight that on my schedule yeah and doug <laughs> has done Um, restorations for other museums around the world. He's even restored a lot of carriages and different things for Wells Fargo. And so he's definitely someone who knows covered wagons. Hello? Hello? No, No, I'm here. It was breaking up a little bit, but I think we're back. Okay. If you can hear me now, can you? Yes, okay. I can hear you. <laughs> uh, and and I will tell you that normally when we have that problem, they can still hear you and not me, which I don't understand, but that's how it tends to go. So don't okay. worry, they heard you. Um, 
<laughs> so we're going to go through then I think uh, the speakers and I kind of um, rather than try and go by the schedule because they sort of cycled through, I kind of have broken them up into groups and um, ask, I've got a couple questions about each one. And the first one are the two people from the television show, Allison Arngram, which is Nellie Olson uh, and Dean Butler, who is El Manzo, or as they say on the TV show, El Manzo Wilder, although we have, Laura fans have taught Dean to now say it correctly, so that's good. Uh, uh, And they have uh, on the schedule, it says autograph and um, presentation, so you're going to have an opportunity to do both, I think, at different times. Is that right? Correct. Yep, and so throughout the day, we'll have uh, presentations going at the park. So if you've ever been to our museum in DeSmet, we have um, the gift shop in the surveyor's house along the street. Across, there's two parks. There's the city park, which we will hold the crafts and we'll have food available on site there. And then on our Um, Next to that is our park, the museum's park. Um, We will have a large tent, and underneath there will be chairs and everything. We'll have a small stage that we'll have the presentations going under. And so throughout the day, there will be presentations by Alice and Dean. Uh, Judy Thompson will do um, a demonstration. Um, Let's see. Nancy and Bill will give speeches. So there will be a lot of things going on under the big tent. That's where the main events will be, and then we'll have um, all of our special guests doing autographs throughout the day, and we're trying to break them up um, at different times so everybody can get everywhere. But at, since our big event is just across the street, we're going to have um, you know, a nice microphone, a good system, so that everybody can hear us. So even if you're standing in line waiting for an autograph, you can still hear what's going on and be a part of it. So, okay. Um, Judy, Bill, and Nancy will be next to the gift shop under a tent. They'll be giving free autographs. Um, You can bring anything that you want for them to sign. And then (coughs) Allison and Dean will be giving, um, will do autographs across at the park. And they will be charging $6 per autograph for Allison and Dean. So it's $6 to get Allison's autograph, $6 to get Dean's which can get a little spendy, we understand. Um, but this is not only a celebration, a fundraiser. So We're hoping to do a lot more um, events in the future so we can update our archives and get some new displays and be able to um, give the public what they want. So. Okay. Well, since we were talking a little bit about how the autographs are going to work, let me jump ahead and, and talk about some specific questions I had about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said it's uh, $6 per person. Do you have limits on what people can bring in to sign? Now, the reason I ask this is because I used to think it was really mean when I saw people putting limits on this. But having stood in line at the 40th anniversary and seen how long it takes for people to sign different things, I I really am now in favor of signing on paper or whatever the paper is. So is there is there a limit on what people can bring in? Can they bring outside stuff? Are there do they have to buy specific pictures for them to sign so, if they're going to do it? Um, 
what we've decided to do, is, and this is our first time doing it, so um, what we kind of thought that it would be $6 for anything. So once you get into the line, you pay your $6. You can bring something from home. If you have a book from home that you want signed, please bring it. Um, it'd be $6 to get it signed. If you buy something from the store, whether it's a photograph of Allison or Dean, if it's a book, a postcard, anything, you can have that signed. And so it's up to you whether or not you want to bring something along with you and get it signed or buy something here that we'll have available. But either way, it's going to be $6 per item. Okay. And um, I will mention uh, that... It's always good if you are going to bring something weird to bring a pen you know will work on it. And if you are going to do something different, one of the nicest things I've seen for autographs is to bring in like a picture mat, and then you could put like a picture of the cast in the middle and then get signatures around it. And mats are paper, and so sign really well. <laughs> so That is very uh, true. We hope that people won't bring things that will you know, take a little too long. So we're going to try and keep the lines moving. But And if you are going to bring something that's fabric, make sure it's easy to stretch it. And I don't think they want really probably to try and sign on things people are actually wearing, although I've seen it done. Okay, so uh, let's see, got all that. Will the $6 then be... Um, like right when you get in the line, will it be that they have to buy a ticket or something ahead of yes. time, or how are um, you doing six dollars? At the end of the line, there will be a table, and you can purchase as many tickets as you want to get autographed. Um, and then we'll um, have you wait in line to get those signed and everything. But um, that'll be right away as you get in line. You'll have to buy your tickets. Okay. So clarifying, if you bring three things. For Dean and Allison to sign, you need three tickets, even if there's just one of you. Right. Yep. Okay. It's $6 for every item you want signed. Okay. Good. Um, and when, since I mentioned the 40th being crazy before, which honestly it was, I'm never doing that anything like that again, even if they have another one. It was just stand in line all day. But anyway, uh, one of the things that I discovered was that people showed up super early. I thought I was going to be like the first one there being there. You know, I don't know. I think I was there an hour and a half before they officially opened and there were people already there. So how early can people uh, stand in line ahead of, ahead of what you uh, have written in the schedule? Well, we'll have autographs for um, Bill, Judy and Nancy right away at nine thirty. The museum opens at 9. If everything will, for the most part, be ready to go the night before, please do not camp out. <laughs> but <laughs> I I would say if you want to get there, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock, that's fine. We'll be around um, and still setting up and everything. But, I mean, that's fine. Um Bill and, I mean, not Bill, Dean and Allison won't start doing autographs until 10.30. So I would say an hour, hour and a half before is plenty of time. You might have to stand in line a little bit, but everybody is going to get um, their items signed. So, 
Mm-hmm. That won't be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't think of autograph sessions. Yeah. I don't think it'll be quite as crazy as the 40th anyway, because they had 11 actors there. So you had little house TV people coming out of the woodwork, but it's yep. still, it's still a good idea to, you know, allow time uh, that it isn't going to be instantaneous. Yep. And so um, if, I mean, it might get a little long, but we're splitting I mean, Allison and Dean will start at 10.30, and then we're going to have a break at noon. And so that's only an hour and a half. Um, later, it'll be a little bit more, but we will cut off the line. So if you um, are there early and everything, that might be best, because we're only going to get so many people through at that time that you might have to come back um, and wait a line again. It just we're going to try and cut it off so that everybody can get through. And then if you're, you know, we're not going to sell tickets if you're not going to be able to get it signed at that time is what I'm trying to get at here. That um, if the line is too long and, you know, they're trying to get it done, then we'll, we won't sell any tickets at that time. You'll have to come back later. So we're going to try and get everybody who's in line through the line before we're done. So, well, that's good. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask about the autograph line is uh, one of the things on the schedule is getting uh, pictures taken with them. Does that mean you're going to be discouraging people from taking pictures while they're signing? Right. So feel free to take photos um, of Allison and Dean while you're waiting in line, um, you know, getting your autograph signed. We are not going to allow people to jump in and try and take pictures with them. Like, you're not going to go behind the table and, you know, pose with them and take a picture. Um, We will have an autograph session on Sunday morning that you can take pictures with them. Um, But to keep the line and everything moving, we're not going to allow you to pose with them during the autograph session. Um, But you can take pictures, you know, or take, you know, a quick snapshot of them um, and different things. But we just want the line to move. So we're not going to spend, we're not going to let people spend too much time, you know, waiting to take pictures and stuff when that will be available at a different time. Okay. Now, uh, besides the, the um, well, I don't know if speech is the right word, but the sort of thing that they're, Allison and Dean are going to do kind of together, there's a, a couple of individual programs, and Allison, it looks like, is going to do uh, part of her routine based on her book that is going to have a separate ticket. Will uh, tickets for uh, those shows be available online? So um, they're going to be giving presentations um, Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday Allison's doing her um, her comedy show, Confessions from the Prairie. It will be a friendly, um, a family-friendly version. Um, you can purchase her book um, at the event and before and everything, but this will be a family-friendly one. And so the tickets will be available in about three or four weeks from now. And so you can okay. get them at the end of June. Um, and so it's $30 um, for a ticket for the show. And that'll be at two o'clock at our event center here in town, and then it'll be forty-five dollars 
which includes a ticket to the show, and then the additional 15 is the ticket to the reception. So there you can actually talk to Allison. We'll um, have treats and drinks and everything provided, and so you can um, speak to her there as well. So that'll be a nice one-on-one time. Great. All right. So let's jump back up to the speakers. So we kind of covered the TV show people. And the next couple of speakers uh, are uh, having to do with the Pioneer Girl book. And now they're kind of trying to make it a Pioneer Girl empire, I think. Uh, And uh, we're going to have Nancy Copel and Judy Thompson. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who they are and what they're going to be talking about. Well, Nancy Tyson Copel is um, actually one of our board members. She's been on the board since, I want to say, early 90s, so it's been many years. She is the director at the South Dakota Historical Society Press, and they've um, published many books there. One of the biggest ones, though, has been Pioneer Girl, and they just recently came out with that new Pioneer Girl Perspectives book. So... Nancy will be giving um, a presentation at the end of the day, Friday and Saturday, over the Pioneer Girl Project. So she'll talk about both books and hopefully the upcoming book that, you know, the next one they're going to be working on here. Uh, Bill might jump in there. We haven't officially heard if that's what his plan is, but since he has had a lot of, um, he's had a big part in Wilder Lore that um he will jump in and help answer questions and uh, talk a little bit more about being a part of the Pioneer Girl Perspectives book and everything. Um, Judy has illustrated both books. She has done a fantastic job. Love her work. We will have um, different samples of her work up um, around the Memorial Society that weekend that you can see. Um, I believe she's going to let us display... um, the artwork that she did right before Pioneer Girl that kind of gave her the idea of maybe how she was going to do it, the different seasons. So she'll not only, you know, do the presentation, she'll also give a demonstration on how she kind of started and what she normally looks for, different techniques, that sort of thing. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Are you going to have the prints based on the covers available for sale? Yes, they will be for sale here. Okay. Uh, and uh, the last speaker then, of course, is William T. Anderson, the big Laura Scholar. Uh, and you mentioned he might jump in on the book programs, but I think he's going to have a session himself. Yes, he will have his own session, too. Um, he's actually right away in the morning um, at 1030, Friday and Saturday. And so he'll be talking about how he became, um, how he got started with Laura. He was actually an intern here in DeSmet with us. I want to say eight, late 70s. I'm not sure. <laughs> You'll have to ask Bill. But he'll talk about how he got started, um, the different pieces that he's written, what you know he looks for, why it's important still, uh, maybe what his future plans are, different things like that. So it'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, so... Um, it looked like, for the most part, the schedule is going to repeat Friday and Saturday. Uh, yeah. You said the covered wagon was probably just going to be Saturday only. Is there going to be any uh, other differences in the schedule that you know of? Well, right now, um, 
that's mainly what we're going to be doing. We're working with our guests so that um, both days there's a little bit different topics um, so that it's not all the same. Um, the There's going to be you know a small overview that, that might be the same, but for the most part we're going to try and do different um, speeches each day so it's not the same. And then we're going to be having demonstrators and crafts going on. And so we're planning to have um, three, four different people um, around the area in the park that will be doing different displays as well. And so during your free time or if you want to take a break, you can go over and you can watch them, ask questions, uh, maybe even do a piece or two. So we're planning to have um, other demonstrators um, based on, you know, just the pioneer time period doing things as well. So it'll be a nice, fun-filled weekend. All right, so let me just go ahead and kind of do an overall summary here. So people coming in on DeSmet, uh, they're going to start having events basically on Friday morning. There uh, is a rough schedule there. The people um, doing the actual programs are going to be in a large tent uh, in the um, museums Park, which I'm assuming is right over by the school uh, at the Discovery Center. Is that sort of where it's going to be? Um, right. So that's the city park where the school is across the street. We also have a park next to that. And okay. so it's just south of there. It's all kind of together. So we're going. we're planning to have the street blocked off and everything going on right in front of the gift shop. Okay. So it's going to be right. all the way throughout. All right, so the um, tent will be where the speakers are. And then uh, next to the Visitor Center gift shop, there's going to be where uh, if Bill and Nancy and Judy are going to be signing. Mm -hmm. And on the same side with the tent is where Dean and Allison are going to be signing. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, the uh Nancy and Judy and Bill's book are going to sign for free. So just bring your things up and give them a nice smile and they will sign stuff for you to get Allison and Dean. It's going to be $6 per item that they bring in. You do not have any limits on what they are going to sign. And if they don't have anything, they will have available in the gift shops, pictures of them, um, to sign. And that all right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. And uh the there's going to be kind of offset so the signing and the speaking are going to be going on in similar times but with different groups of people. So you should be able to hear the programs uh even if you're standing in line in the other place uh for the most part. And then um they uh let's see uh, the schedules are going to be for the most part the same but the subjects of the talks are going to be slightly different between Friday and Saturday and then Sunday you're having uh two special events that are the um photograph uh session if you want to get your picture taken with the stars and then Allison's uh presentation with the um a reception in the afternoon. So that sounds like we got it summed up good. Yes, 
and then there will be tours going on throughout the weekend. All right. Now, since you're doing all this, is there going to, and it will be a pageant weekend, is there going to be anything special at the pageant that particular weekend? Yes. So it's going to be very similar to what Walnut Grove does at the pageant. Um, Dean and Allison will be out Friday and Saturday night doing question and answers. So they're going to start around uh, 7 o'clock. At the pageant, the gates open at 6. So you drive in, you pay for your ticket at the gates, um, it's only cash and check, and then when you come in, find a spot to park. They'll help you. Um, there's plenty of seats, but feel free to bring your own chairs. If you have a lawn chair that's more comfortable, it has a back, that'd be the best. There's tons of seating, though, so there's always a good place to sit. Um, and then at 7, Allison and Dean will, do be, will be doing question and answers, actual pageant performance, which this year it's Little Town on the Prairie. That'll be starting at 8 o'clock sharp. Okay. Uh, there's also food available on the grounds and a gift shop. And I hear somebody very brilliant is ordering the gift shop stuff this year. Is that still true? Yes. <laughs> I started last year, and that was my first year doing it. So now that I have a better idea what's going on, who comes to the pageant, the numbers. Um, yep, I'm, I'm ordering again for the pageant gift shop this year, so I'll be out there. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't come to the pageant before, we have a, an episode just about doing the Smet pageant. I do recommend bringing another chair if you want one. The food available is Think High School Sporting Event, that kind of thing. Um, yep, there's um, there will be sandwiches, hot dogs, popcorn, drinks, goodies, so it'll be good. And uh, they'll give you a ticket for a wagon ride. I will warn anybody who's listening, it is a stand-up wagon ride that works really great for kids and for adults. The side of the wagon hits about your thigh, so uh, I have. Um, I think it's really best for kids. But you can quite often find some kid to give your ticket to, so I recommend that. There, um, there will be additional wagons this summer. Oh, nice. So there will be more room for everybody. <laughs> that will so be good. It won't be as crowded. Uh, so let's see. And we mentioned the gift shop, the food. Oh, and then they also have a little drawing usually, so they'll give you a little slip to fill out for that a newspaper handout that is sort of the program for uh, the the pageant and then at the beginning they like to do a roll call of the states they also ask you your state you're from on when and so what everybody needs to do is when they ask for people from Iowa no matter where you're from you're supposed to yell really loud that's right isn't it Tessa <laughs> yes exactly uh, yes so uh, native Iowans would appreciate that. No. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what it should be. When they get to Iowa, there should just be a roar of people saying how great <laughs> it is. Okay. So let's see. So we talked about the pageant then. Um, I would say, too, since we're kind of giving tips, that uh, if you're interested in going, uh, make sure that you have a reservation there are, unlike many Laura towns, there are actually a 
couple of hotels, bread and breakfast, camping available in Yosemite, but um, it, it is that limited. That weekend is actually all booked up. <laughs> all booked up. Ooh. It is all booked up. So I would recommend contacting, uh, there is a hotel in Willow Lake, north of us, uh, 20 minutes. That's where Cap Garland is buried. You can actually go out and see a cemetery. It's one of the first tombs. Um, tombstones out there and then Howard has a really nice hotel that's 30 minutes south of us on Highway 25 that's really fancy um, but it's a good price and then let's see Lake Preston has a motel um, Huron is 30 minutes west of us they have quite a few hotels that would be the one I would recommend um, if not you can go 40 minutes to Brookings so but there it's an easy drive so it wouldn't be too hard if you wanted to go, um, if you wanted to come and go that far. So, yeah. Brookings has uh, quite a few hotels, but they also tend to fill up summer weekends. So the basic idea is, if you are thinking even are, are thinking about going, call and try and get a hotel now. Is I think the best advice we can give you. Yep. So, but it'll definitely be worth it. It's going to be a great weekend, so we're really looking forward to it. So it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, I I actually am going to be in South Dakota three times this year. I'm going to be coming through. I was there for the conference. I'm going to be coming through uh, to see you. No, I'm get with my um, with my uh, niece and nephew next week, and then back for the Dismet event. So I am just being. South Dakota crazy this year, so it should be interesting. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, uh, and let's see, I think it's about all the event questions that I had. I'm glad I asked about the hotels, though. That's kind of an Im- important one to know. Um, and I guess the other thing I wanted to ask was, what other things are you doing that um, – is new this year. I think you have a new thing you're especially pleased with in the gift shop. Mm, all right. Well, the different things that are new, we um, got a new covered wagon, and then we also got some new exhibit cases for our um, exhibit room and everything. There's three new cases, and if you've ever been to see our exhibit, we've had older ones that were just on a tabletop. But these are nice and new. They're museum grade, and so that um, they protect the items inside against the UV rays. So it's not going to fade any of the pages, the clothing. Everything will be well protected. Uh, None of the air can get in, so it's still tight. Uh, No water can or moisture can get in there, so everything is going to be well protected. Yes. When I first started here as the director, that was my one main yeah. concern, that it was covered, but it wasn't well protected. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have the money at that time to get new cases, but we've had a couple um, different donors that have been so generous with us that um, we were able to purchase three new ones. And so um, we've been a little behind this year. We've had so many school groups. Um, compared to the previous years that um, I'm still working on the exhibit. 
and so we're and we just actually got the cases so we're switching things out and so it seems that every week it changes up a little bit but we do now have this year pause green book out on display the Ingles lamp um, different dishes and clothing items so we're bringing a lot more of the Ingalls Wilder items back out on display so it's going to be a fantastic exhibit this year once well, that is finished <laughs> but by the weekend of the celebration it's going to be completed so that'll That's be the good. latest <laughs> uh, if you've been hearing noises Ray why don't you come over here Ray come on she's busy sticking pencils in my, in my her desk come here a second all right, tell tell everybody that you're looking forward to coming to South Dakota. I am looking forward to coming to South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, this is supposed <laughs> to be a question. Well, anyway, she's probably going to continue making noise. She tends to do that. Uh, so, uh, And you did have something new in the gift shop, too, that you were pretty excited about when I talked to you in April. Oh, um, well... We've been trying to think of some new items, and this year I came up with a Surveyor's House cookie cutter. And so I was pretty excited about that. I've actually (laughs) made a couple different batches with it. Um, I do include an old-fashioned sugar cookie recipe with it, but the shape of it is the Surveyor's House, and there's even the word Surveyor's House um, that you can have. um, It stamps the cookie, and so it doesn't go all the way through. And wreck it. It just stamps it. So it looks really cool. So that'll be a lot of fun. But I'm hoping to bake a few and have them uh, show people what they look like when they come in through to the gift shop. So we'll see if that happens. (laughs) Well, that is on my list of things to get because I didn't get it in April. But uh, we are looking forward to that. And if you are anyone's out there wondering what you might want, check out my last year's Laura Ingalls Wilder gift guide because there was some cool stuff that I got into SMET last year that uh, is involved in that. Oh, and um, I guess I should mention, um, in for I want to say almost 10 years now, we've had the Ingalls Family of the SMET book. Mm-hmm. And that book will be coming out um, like the middle of July. I'm hoping that it will be printed by um, the event here this summer. It'll be the 60th anniversary edition. This year, the Society celebrates its 60th anniversary, just like Mansfield, and uh, I'm adding pages to the book, so that it'll be um, some more information in there um, about dispense and the different places. So it'll be a nice update for us, but that'll be on sale at that time as well. Great. We'll definitely have to get a new edition of that then. All right. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to go over? I think we've kind of covered what covered we needed it. to. Yeah. So. Okay, so do you want to give them the contact information one more time? Sure. Um, feel free to check out our tentative schedule online. It's, our website is discoverlaura.org. And if you go to our homepage under birthday event, you can find our schedule and our poster. Um as well as all of our sponsors. And feel free to contact us with any information. Our phone number is 800-880-3383. You can also email us at info at discoverlaura.org. And we'll put that information in our show notes. 
no blog post, although I'm seeming to be absolutely horrible in getting those done in a timely fashion. But when it does come out, I will be sure to put the link to that in there, too. So thank you for uh, coming uh, on the show today, Tessa. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Okay. And uh, with that, I think it is about time to wrap up today's episode. I want to make sure that you keep an eye out for new episodes that might be coming on soon. And in the meantime, remember to brighten the corner where you are. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.